Hello, everyone. Good evening. Uh, good night. Uh, welcome to Sean Talk, episode number. I don't know what episode this is, but this is a very special episode because we have my first honorary uh, second appearance. Mm-hmm. For I, I don't know if that's like the way to say it. For first second appearance on on the show, um, with the one and only Kira Kendrick. Say hello, Kira. Hi, I'm Kira. I mean, you guys know me already, though. I mean, if you hopefully you tuned in uh, last week, but um, oh, not last week. Last week was actually election day, so they kicked me off, and I think they had uh, the villain of a Democrats, or I don't know what club it was. Um, I know one of my friends was, who's the president of the villain of a Dems, was on the uh, on the radio show, and they kicked me off, and they're like, reschedule for another time, and. I, I, I just had a really busy schedule. It didn't work out. So, But we're here now. Mm-hmm. We're here with, with my buddy. Uh, um, so I got some breaking news. Um, did you hear about what happened in Poland, Kira? No. Some pretty crazy, crazy news. I, I didn't hear about it until like, like two hours ago or whenever it happened. Um, so Russia sent some missiles to... I assume Ukraine, and they accidentally landed in Poland and killed like two people, oh and God. people, and supposedly there's like an emergency crisis uh, going on in Poland right now, and like people are talking about like, since we're part of NATO and like we're aligned with Poland and all these other countries are aligned with Poland, if, how it could basically escalate to like if, World War Three? Yes, sort of? yeah. Oh if if Poland were to like fight back, then we'd be obligated to fight against Russia. So uh, I honestly think that if, I don't know, my my take is if Poland was smart, um, they would just be like, all right, but, you know, it was an accident. Russia apologized, make some amends, but I, I wouldn't go to, like, immediate violence, you know? Like, is your mic, are you... It is drooping a little bit. Hold on, hold on. We're having some technical difficulties, though. Yeah, I got it. I'll. I think I. One second, y'all. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's good now. Dang. Okay. I think that's good. It's 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 not perfect, but um. But yeah. Um. I did not know that that happened, but it's honestly not surprising just given you know the situation yeah. over there. I, I feel like I feel like every year, every every year it's something different, man. First is COVID, and then and then there was uh, the the whole fiasco with uh, at the Capitol building in twenty twenty one. It's just like a we're living we're living through historical moments. Just kira's mic is <laughs> it's slowly like drooping yeah, away no, it's but okay yeah. no um but on a happier note mm-hmm. thanksgiving's coming up it is it, we're already in the middle of november what are do you have any uh some celebratory traditions with your family any any funny thanksgiving stories any i don't know what, what are your overall thoughts on thanksgiving like, i love thanksgiving you're a thanksgiving fan yeah i mean like I love a good feast. That's fair. And usually, like, my Thanksgivings at home are pretty small. It's usually, like, my immediate family and then maybe, like, one of my, like, grandparents, and that's pretty much it. 
so it's usually pretty chill i feel like a lot of people have very like controversial thanksgivings where like you know there's a lot of like problematic like family members and stuff yeah and i definitely have those but it's like such a small group that it never like you know gets out of hand but i like thanksgiving we always have thanksgiving at um my house and it's it's just very small tight-knit group of immediate family and like grandparents and whatnot and it's very chill i know people like they gather like 30 of their family members into a giant dining room and they yeah and of course like you said like there's uh arguments and problems and stuff like that but i've never had any i don't know i because i know i would i would definitely disagree with my family members so like that i do not bring that up in conversation if it does come up i just kind of eh, just ignore like steer on the side of caution a little bit but i'm actually not the biggest fan of thanksgiving i'm really i'm not really rocking with it because well well think about what it was founded on though you know yeah it's yeah like it's founded on a you know colonial lie yeah it's kind of this really like why do we celebrate it you know that we we, it's kind of yeah it was founded on this colonial lie where um the colonizers made peace with the native americans and then Mm. then they just like kill them all after and like took their land and stuff but but yet we still celebrate it as if it's true uh, it's true but i i think i think um schools like nowadays are like um conveying the truth a bit better and Mm -hmm. like i remember when i was when i was younger like even then like they're talking about like christopher columbus wasn't like he didn't actually discover america and like he wasn't really the best guy um some teachers taught that some teachers were more um i don't know christopher columbus discovered the united states and he stepped foot and made friends with the native americans and but i i think we're definitely uh, i like how we're steering more towards the truth nowadays and it's like we're more open-minded to how things actually were yeah and And i feel like we're also just like forgetting the history of it like when we're celebrating it like now it's just kind of an excuse to you know get with your family have a nice meal i mean i don't you're thankful for yeah i don't mind it but then when you do like think about it a little bit more it's like oh maybe we should find a different way to like hang out with our family instead of honoring this you know pretty problematic holiday when you really think about it hot take i think turkey's a bit overrated i mean i think turkey is great like i think it's perfect with the combination of foods that you get for thanksgiving like gravy mashed potatoes and turkey (laughs) so like such an amazing combination and then stuffing like you can't have stuffing without the turkey that's true but stuffing is so good on its own though like you just ever but like without the turkey like the physical turkey like where would you stuff the stuffing and the gravy, like, you get the gravy, like, from turkey juices or whatever. I don't really know. I've never cooked Thanksgiving, but I assume that's where they come from. Like, I don't know. I, I kind of want to do a little quick segment, have her, have her thoughts on certain Thanksgiving meals. All right, I'm ready. All right. So there's – the categories are elite, and you'll get seconds of it. Great, okay, maybe, and a hard pass. All right. So we're starting off strong. Some tur- some turkey. Turkey, I would say great. Not a leaf, Interesting. But I, uh, the thing about turkey, though, is like, it's like I, I would take ham, like honey glazed ham over turkey any single day of the week. 
like but like but you're talking you're not talking about turkey as like turkey you're talking about it as a thanksgiving food so you have to take it as like uh, what does it add to yeah. the thanksgiving meal you know what i mean okay 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 it's see? not just like what's your favorite meat it's you know what meat is the most appropriate for thanksgiving and of sure. course it's turkey that's why I say it's great because As it's like okay, so we're so we're equating this to the rest of like Thanksgiving meals, uh, the rest of Thanksgiving yeah. foods, not just like as food. Okay, so yeah. we're, okay, I'll say I'll say turkey's great. I'll say turkey's great. Yeah, because it's like, you know, the key element to a Thanksgiving dinner. But I wouldn't say it's elite. Like I wouldn't give it that much praise. I'm gonna save the desserts for last. All right. Um, Biscuits. I love me a good biscuit. Elite. 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 I, I, I think I eat like about three or maybe three biscuits Easily. per Thanksgiving, not gonna lie. Yeah. Um I do I don't really eat squash for Thanksgiving. Neither but I, do I. I I do enjoy it, so I'm I'm, I'm we won't rank it for now. Um some Brussels sprouts. I, I do love me. I, I, I love Brussels sprouts. I, and I, I feel like for me at least there's very few Thanksgiving vegetables that I genuinely enjoy. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say great. Yeah, I I I do like some Brussels sprouts. I think they're a bit underrated. Yeah. Um. Green bean casserole is Ooh, so good. So good. So Put good. Put it in elite. Okay, green bean casserole. I think might be the best thing you can yeah. get on Thanksgiving. I'm not gonna be that easy with giving out elites though. That's true. I know I've already given it to two out of the four, but like. Yeah. The, no, they deserve it. No. Cornbread. Cornbread's good. It's. See, I wouldn't say it's okay, but I wouldn't say it's great. Yeah. Let's put it in the okay just because uh, we don't have anything there Cornbread is, is, it's okay, you know? And I think good cornbread is great, but I feel like it's hard to get really, yeah. really good Yeah, like cornbread. I feel like... It, it could, could be so dry. Yeah, exactly. Like it could be like, yeah, it could literally um, dehydrate you one bite. Corn... <sighs> uh not, not the biggest fan of corn. I, I, it's I feel also like more of a summer food, I it, think. It's true. I, I feel like if I do eat corn on Thanksgiving, I don't eat it off the cob. I think like we we just um we just have scoops of corn on our plates. Honestly, I would say maybe. Maybe maybe. I don't know if that's a hot take though. Okay okay, creamed corn. I do not eat creamed corn. Neither do I. Okay, so we'll skip that. Dinner rolls. We so my family just eats biscuits on Thanksgiving. Oh wait no. We don't oh, really eat I, dinner rolls. I take the I do the dinner rolls. I do like the Pillsbury like crescent rolls. Oh my those god, are, those are so good. Okay, yeah. so I have had those for Thanksgiving before. Those are delicious. Oh, I'm gonna say is this is another elite. I think I'm gonna say elite. This is another elite. Oh, but gravy is also <laughs> kind of elite. See, this is what I mean. I love Thanksgiving. Like, no. it's such good foods. It is, but it's like, I would never eat this outside of this. You know, I just feel like it's just and so much. And no one's much. making you. Okay. It's true. No one's making you. It's true. I mean, when you're sitting around like a your your mom and your dad like they've slaved away for hours in the kitchen and stuff and yeah. they put out this food for you or or whoever is hosting thanksgiving and it's like you're kind of you're kind of forced to eat a little bit yeah especially if you're like a kid and your parents are like come on son eat some more turkey uh, I, w I was definitely forced to eat some turkey back in the heyday mm. back in my heyday gravy though i don't really uh, i'm not the biggest gravy guy even though i do like it with my turkey not some people love to drench their food in gravy. I I, I wouldn't say I drench it, but I like a healthy mm, serving of gravy, like mm. all over my mashed potatoes and my turkey. Ooh. And then when you like dip a little bit of your biscuit in it too. For me, it would be a maybe, but okay. All I'm, right, then let's. I'm, I'm gonna to say great. So let's average it out to okay. Okay, great. 
gravy's okay. Wow, right. you, you probably feel like you're committing some blasphemy right now. A little bit, yeah. Ham, I've only had ham a few times on Thanksgiving. I've never have, so I'm going to... We'll, we'll, we'll skip. We'll skip on ham. Yeah. Mac and cheese, I actually do not like mac and cheese at, at all. all. At all? At all. It's it's like the one of the foods I just do not eat. What's wrong with it? Um, I don't know. I think the cheesy... the che- <laughs> it, it sounds ridiculous to say. I do like cheese, but like... I just feel like it's an overwhelming amount of cheese, and I think I had, like, a traumatic experience as a child or something, because mm-hmm. if you stick, like, mac and cheese in my mouth, I will, like, gag. Like, I think I might have, like, so weird. ate some mac and cheese when I was a young kid and, like, threw up or something, and just, it was never the same. I mean, I feel like there's definitely bad mac and cheese. Like, there are some mac and cheeses where it's, like, that is way too much, yeah. and, like, it, like, the texture <laughs> does make me gag, but I think most mac and cheese... Is pretty good, and so you're gonna say hot, hard pass. I, so, for me, it's a hard pass. But uh, you know, I'll okay, I'll join you for hard pass just because I've never had it for things. Exactly, exactly. So it is a hard pass. I know that a lot of people do have it, but not me. Mashed potatoes. Oh, bit overrated for me. I'd say what? yes. This, maybe maybe this is why I'm not such a huge Thanksgiving fan. Even though you you don't like like the core food items of thanksgiving that's why you don't like it yeah if you don't like the main dish then like i like what's the point see okay it's not that i don't like it my mom's probably listening right now like really mad at me (laughs) but like mom i love i love your cooking i'm just not like the the biggest fan of like turkey and the biggest fan of mashed potatoes like they're like i would never buy some potatoes and squash them up and eat them myself you know i totally would i absolutely would even though i love like chopped potatoes though which is funny I don't know mashed potatoes though. I'm, I'm willing. To, I'm willing to hear you out wherever. I mean, I'm gonna say great because I think it becomes elite with the gravy. I and you also, it's the type of food where you want to mix it with the other foods. You want to get a little bit of mashed potato on your fork and then take a bite of turkey. Like it just works. We'll, we'll do. Know? I think we'll look, skip to some dessert. Okay. Because I think some dessert will be interesting. We can wrap this tier list up. Um, pumpkin pie is so good. I love. Hard pass. What? Hard pass. What? I don't like pumpkin. I've never liked pumpkin, and I'm not going to start now. And, like, pie, like, crust is already – it's, like, pretty dry. Like, I just – in my opinion, there's no good part of pumpkin pie. Are you a coffee girl? Yeah. So what's your opinion on, like, pumpkin spice latte? Well, I also worked at Starbucks for a time, so I have an opinion of it. I think it's – it's, like, crack to some people. I remember I worked – I didn't work at Starbucks long, but I worked the opening day of pumpkin spice lattes in, like, you know, 2018. And when I say that, like, the people ordering were crazy, like, oh, you don't even get it. I was working the uh, drive-thru, and this woman came in and asked for a Trenta pumpkin spice iced latte with, like, it's... It's so big that Starbucks legally isn't allowed to give espresso drinks that are no that big. Way. I had to tell her that I couldn't give her it because we just don't make Trenta-sized espresso drinks. And she asked for 14 pumps of pumpkin wow. spice, which is, like, just a ridiculous amount of sugar. Like, why even get the coffee at that point if you're just looking to drink pumpkin spice straight out of the pump at this point? It's just so nasty to me. Yeah. That's 31 fluid ounces, so yeah. that's like, wait, how many liters is that? That 
hold on 31 that's almost a liter of like yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's a, almost a liter of a, so you starbucks just is not allowed to give out that no. much oh my because God. it's so that big of a like cup is only for like iced coffees or cold brews and um and like iced teas and like we because the amount of caffeine needed to like make a drink of like proper proportion for that size is like way above like a recommended amount that like we're literally not allowed to give people that much i mean it it, it caffeine is a drug like it is. technically like people I've been get thinking a d- about that a lot recently because i'm like like uh, not only that it's a drug but also just the effect that like caffeine has on your body and i'm like and i put myself through that every single day i've never i don't think i've drink caffeine in like years like really? I try to abstain from it just because when I was younger, I had a heart murmur thing, and it was like, oh god, sorry. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's just like a, con- like so many people have it, and it just means your heart skips a beat or whatever. And it was like something the doctors told me to grow. I would grow out of like it would, like signs are pointing that it will eventually just stop, as in like it'll stop skipping beats. But they were just like, don't try not to drink caffeine because I would get like chest pains all the time, and I was like mm-hmm. a huge soda and ca- candy junkie, and like I was, <laughs> and I, f- I think, I think the caffeine had a huge effect on like me being anxious and the chest pains I would get. Like I would get chest pains like probably like every day for a while. It was like really bad. Like it would just stop me in my tracks, and it would hurt so bad. So Please. I just stopped drinking. I mean, if I do drink a soda, it's Sprite, which doesn't have any caffeine in it. Mm-hmm or um but i I don't know i i I don't drink coffee um i'm a big tea guy but coffee is it scares me i like it scares me too but i just love it so much like not even just for the you know like the fact of it helps you wake up a little bit like i love the taste of coffee it's such an experience like and I never really used to think that. And I, when I worked at Starbucks, I like didn't even like coffee that much, but it was a decently paying job in the area, and it was like close to my house. So like that was really the deciding factor. And I started getting like I had, I was able to get like a free drink during every single shift, and I didn't really like the taste of coffee. And also, have you ever seen Clueless? Clueless is that? No, I have not. Well, there's this line in Clueless, where. Um, share like the main character someone like offers her coffee and she's like no way i want to be 510 like cindy crawford and so, because like coffee like stunts your growth does it actually though or is that a is that i a don't know myth? if it's a myth but i used to tell myself that when i was younger and i was like maybe i want to be 510 too and so i never i like when some of my friends started drinking coffee i never did but then when i worked at starbucks i really liked like the iced vanilla lattes and then but i put so much vanilla in it and then over the years i used like less and less until i think it was i came here and the vanilla syrup i don't know if anyone else has experienced this (laughs) with with like the holy grounds but i hate their vanilla syrup like i think it tastes so weird that like i just had to like cut out vanilla in general and now i just really really like the taste of coffee never had holy grounds but i've heard bad things about it honestly. it depends on the building you go to i've i'm in general i'm usually pretty happy with like um con is pretty uh, i used to have like a genuine like a definitive ranking of them but i haven't <laughs> been to con or bartley in a really long time 
I only go to the Commons Holy Grounds, and it's so good in my opinion. Mm. Do you so you need coffee to like wake up, or is Not it just really. like is it just like kind of a daily thing every it's other ba- day? Yeah, like, it's just kind of a daily thing. Like it does help me wake up, but I'm more so just like you know the routine and like the spiritual experience of drinking your you know morning cup. So how do you take it? How do you? Um, I do if I'm making coffee at my apartment. It's just like it's hot coffee with um, a little bit of oat milk, and but my preference is cold brew. Mm, okay. But like the issue is, is that it's way too cold for big, cold brew big, right now. Big Emma Chamberlain type. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little I, I I feel like I, whenever I go to class, there's like five girls like with like cold brew cups from the Holy Grounds. Yeah, I, I mean I just the thing. Okay, so here's the thing about cold brew versus like coffee yeah is that cold brew is brewed over a 24-hour period and so it's a lot stronger in terms of like caffeine but it's a lot smoother in taste compared to like coffee which is made you know in a couple of seconds and it's made with hot water while cold brew is brewed with cold water i didn't know this yeah and so that's it's it's again just like stronger in caffeine but a really smooth bold taste and I, the only reason why I, like, know, like, why I'm this interested in coffee, I think, <laughs> is because of, like, my Starbucks journey. Because I was forced to, like, train for, you know, 20 hours and, like, learn the intricate details behind every single type of coffee. What was the craziest thing, like, you learned or experienced working at Starbucks? I mean, it's just, say? like, it's just exactly how you think it would be working at Starbucks in terms of, like, the people you deal with. Like, most people, yeah, most people are very nice, but you get these people who, like, come in all the time and then all of a sudden think that, like, they're entitled to your, like, memory, if that makes sense. Like, there was this one dude who came into the drive-thru, like, almost every day. I would say probably every day. And he ordered the most complicated, like, mocha. (laughs) It was, like, it's, like, a... I'm probably, like, just making some of it up, but just to give you an idea of how long this order was, it's, like, a tall mocha in a in a grande cup with a pump and a half of sauce and then a pump and a half of the white mocha with, uh, like, half skim milk, half 2%, uh, you know, steamed, like, to the point of being super dry, like, a lot of foam, uh, a couple extra pumps of, like, you know what I mean? Like, it was ridiculously long. And he would come, well, here's the thing, is he would come into the line, and people would recognize his car. So they'd be like, oh, hey, Jerry, like, like, it'll be right out for you. I was new at the time, and he got so mad at me when I, like, asked him to repeat his order, because he just, like, spat it at me, like, super quickly. And I'm like, sir, I'm sorry, can you please repeat that? And he was like, really? And I was like, what do you want from me? People swear that, like, they run the place or something. Yeah, exactly. do you, is there like when you worked there was it was there like a fiasco about the the red Starbucks cups like did I don't know the deal with them whether they're like free or something like that and like um, people go crazy over them people, there's like certain things that pe- people go at Starbucks like rush yeah I mean for. they I mean people really like the Christmas cups and every year Starbucks like puts a lot of you know yeah. attention. Uh, or like you know gives a lot of attention to the designs that they're gonna put out for that year i feel like it was the year that i worked 
the like holidays that there was actually like a controversy around the cups something about like oh um, i kind of remember this it was like woke cups or something and everyone like was up in arms about it wait i don't remember it it might not have been my year 20 20 oh wait yeah look at that article a brief history of starbucks holiday cup controversies um okay Starbucks rolls out new holiday cup. Wait. Okay. Red ombre design, which the company explained is intended to usher in the holidays with a purity of design that welcomes all of our stories. This doesn't sit, sit well with some, including an internet evangelist by the name of blah, 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 in a video that goes viral, um, clad in a Jesus t-shirt and holding a handgun, rails against the coffee chain for trying to take Christ and Christmas off of their cups. Oh, yeah. There it is. Wow, okay. So just because it was a red coffee cup. They and not Christmas specific. I thought that was... Uh, <laughs> the thing, it's the, like, it's what? not like Starbucks is a Christian company. Yeah, no. I, I, uh, it's ridiculous. To completely go off topic, though. Mm-hmm. Something that's been on my mind because I've um, been looking forward to this. <laughs> Are you a Disney gal? You ever go to Disney or This is this is a tough topic for me. Really? Okay. Because I have been accused of being what they call a Disney adult. And I would not say I am. I would say I grew up with Disney and have very fond memories and associations with Disney. But at the same time I do not like the idea of like worshipping a corporation (laughs) and like making a company you know like the object of your identity like i think that that is a very you know weird illness of capitalism i but here's but as i'm saying this i am going to disney in january really i'm going to disney um like next week oh really yeah oh that's fine <laughs> yeah no yeah so w- what we're doing is we're going to me and my family are going to a wedding. Um, I, I leave like literally Thursday night, Friday for it um, in Virginia. And then while we're there, we're like, you know what? Screw it. Let's go all the way down to Florida. We're already down south. I feel like Virginia is not that close. That's not close it's, enough to be like, eh, might as well just swing down it's, there. It's really not, but they're just like, eh, let's go. And we're also going to stop by uh, Universal Studios too. I don't know if you've ever been there uh, a couple times when i was young yeah um we're gonna stop by there but yeah disney adults like i i personally know <laughs> some disney adults so are they listening maybe uh, no I, I doubt it but uh i wonder if my parents are com- would no, i wonder if my mom would be considered disney adult no, probably I think not it's a millennial thing honestly it, it is a, a millennial thing like people that buy the mickey mouse ears and like talk about how it's like their happy place yeah. and it's like their only true and there's nothing wrong with liking it. I think that liking it or even like loving it is perfectly fine. But I just think it's unhealthy. Oh my god, I love that I, Curtis Connor I love video. Curtis, Connor, Curtis so Connor on YouTube did some sort of video about like Disney adults, and it was pretty good. It, it's, 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 and I don't want to like, I don't want to like, you know, hate on Disney adults either, because I feel like that would not make this. I don't want to, you know paint your show in a bad light of being like we hate on people here no but at the same time like if you are a disney adult i think you need to <laughs> check your priorities and just like like why are you giving 
you know, your money and emotional investment to this company? Like, what do they really do for you? Why do, do they really care for you? No. If you think about it, it's kind of genius because they're walking advertisements. You know, yeah. when they when they they're the um, the signature thing of the Disney adults, like they usually have the Mickey Mouse and the Minnie Mouse ears, and it's like it's so recognizable. That it's just like, oh, Disney World. They're a Disney World fan. Mm-hmm. Oh, they probably got those from Disney World. Like, it's it's an amazing business tactic that they make yeah. Disney so. Because Disney's like I love Disney World. Like, I I have you been to like all four of the different parks? Like, yeah. Epcot? Well, I've been to Disney, uh, probably around twelve or thirteen times. Holy cow! Yeah. Like, so I'm guessing like you went multiple multiple times a year, maybe one time. No, or? so I went. My f- parents took us about like every year and a half growing up until we probably got to like uh, high school. And then we went only, like, once or twice in high school. So, like, but we just went all the time growing up. Okay, my mom had to clarify. She said, (laughs) Mom, this is Kira, by the way. She was on um, a few weeks ago. Um, I don't really remember what we we talked. We talked about Halloween. We talked about, like, everything. We talked about Halloween. We talked about, like, some deep stuff. Evolution. Um, No. A lot of evolution. She said, "Hey, girl, <laughs> you. I, I think you. I think you Facetime us, Ma. Um, Hi. No, Mom. I'm not talking. She, my mom said she is a Disney adult. I'm not. Ta- I know there's a difference between my mother and and the people that I see online that like yeah. cry when well, they meet like uh, the people in costume yeah. or well, something. It's the, yeah, it's the people online who, again, like tie their identity to yes the disney franchise and in doing so become like perfectly exploitable customers by this company yeah like they'll buy anything like if it disney comes out with something new and it'll be like 70 dollars for it's the types of people coffee mug or something yes i need to get it or like i know oh i don't want to name any name okay (laughs) i just know some people that collect like Funko Pops of every Disney yeah. figurine, and it's crazy. Like yeah. they got walls of it. It's the I'm types like, of people who like get married and have their honeymoon at Disney. My parents had their honeymoon at Disney. <gasps> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, but they're. I'm so sorry. They're, they're, Mrs. They're, Mrs. Pulpy. No, m- uh, Mom, Kira doesn't mean any any. No, no, I take it back. I'm sure it was beautiful. No, they they stayed at uh, was it the Grand Floridian? What the Polynesian? Or she said, my mom said WTF. <laughs> so no, 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 no. She, they didn't get married at, they didn't get married at Disney though. So she, Kira's not coming for you, mom. No, I'm sorry. I'm so, I mean, I'm sure the honeymoon was so fun. And especially like when they get married, when was their honeymoon? It was 97. Yeah, that was like the glory days of Disney. It was. It genuinely, and the reason why I say this is because most of my Disney trips have been between you know like 2001 and I'm 2010 those were the best days like the parks were empty it was just you know good old family fun and now i mean my dad was just telling us like the types of things that disney has like started doing instead of like fast pass like it's just insane the amount of money that you have to pay and the amount of hoops that you have to jump through just to go on a single ride like most rides have like an hour to two hour wait now Yes. Like, it's not the same place that it was in 1997. I'm sure your honeymoon was such a fun time. If anything, I'm jealous. I wish I could have experienced that as well. Yeah, this is where they... Dixie Landings. Oh, but that it, looks... It's now named something else. But, um, 
what's interesting about that is my brother Brian's autistic. So when we went when we were really young and you know Brian he's not going to want to w- wait around for hours at a time online. Like he's mm-hmm. like he gets impatient. He's like screw this. And um and he doesn't like big crowds of people. So combine waiting like as a autistic child, it's really hard um because we went when we were like six, seven, eight. We used to go like every year. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much in it as we grew up, but um, it was hard for him to uh, really wait in line. So we never did because we got the disability pass. And what was great about the disability pass is um, like the four of us, me, my mom, my dad, and Brian would just be like, hey, we, you know, we got a disability pass. They let us skip the whole line like the entire line and get right on any ride we can like yeah. the max wait would be like five minutes for any ride and it was it was it was excellent but the th- thing what happened was i think in the past like um maybe five six seven years people basically exploited that system and they bought disability passes from people because they were they were technically like they had priority over fast passes. Mm-hmm. Like fast passes still had lines, but there were shorter lines than the regular lines. But now, like people were buying like disability passes off other people. People were pretending to be, you know, disabled in order to get disability passes passes so they can skip lines. So Disney said, "Screw this," and they just took away like that ability to skip a whole line. And now the disability pass is like, um, you show up to the ride and they give you a time to come back, and then. You can, you're able to, like, basically skip the line at that time. But, like, the issue is you can only do that, like, one ride at a time. Mm-hmm. So the last time we went was 2019, three years ago. And it was a very different experience what um, what Brian's used to. Um, so, and also, honestly, what I'm used to because, like, I, I, w- I was able, I was honestly, like, very fortunate to relish in the uh, advantages of the disability pass. But, um so we we went to like a few ride or like one ride and it was like come back in like an hour and a half so we just basically like strolled around the park it wasn't as bad like you know it's obviously not as bad as waiting in line but it's kind of like a um like you basically have a spot in line but you Mm -hmm. don't have to wait in line so at least it's something but like it gets me so upset that people are like so cruel to the fact that like they take advantage of that system of disability and it's just so insensitive, and it just ruined it for everybody, you know. And but hey, that's that's the world we're living that's, in. That's you know, yeah, it's uh, yeah. People will, will take advantage of anything that is, you know, anything that is can be taken advantage of will be taken advantage of. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I I still have a lot of fun. I think. Uh, mm-hmm. I w- I'm, I'm trying to figure out like what my favorite part, like what what. Maybe Epcot's my favorite, or maybe... I don't know. Magic Kingdom last time, I, I really loved Magic Kingdom. I had a terrible experience at Hollywood Studios, though. Oh, really? Um, what happened? So, we were waiting around uh, right before the Little Mermaid. There's, like, this Little Mermaid performance show. It, was, it wasn't a ride, but it was, like, a, a kind of, like, a theater performance. I, I really don't know what it was. And this was recently, too. This was three years ago. And, uh... We were, like, kind of inside, but, like, the doors were open, but it was a super hot day. And I, I, I've had, like, problems where I, I got dehydrated in the past, so I, I was uh, constantly drinking water. But I noticed, like, my stomach just, like, 
it felt like I got like punched in the gut and I felt like oh like I was like oh man I I really need to step outside I don't know why I I was like I I told my parents I was like I don't feel good I, I need to step outside so I started walking and then I realized like walking was getting a lot harder it was getting a lot harder and all of a sudden like everything went black and then I just woke up on the ground so what my mom told me was that I just like walked outside and basically fell like collapsed and she thought I was having a seizure initially because I was trying to get up but like I was just like squirming and like moving my arms like in like a weird motion and honestly super embarrassing because <laughs> oh I collapsed right next to like a line of people and they were like all staring at me my mom had to like yell for uh employees to get me like help and stuff and they threw me in a wheelchair and they wheeled me away to um the me- whatever not emergency room just like the medical office thing and i just got hydrated and i was able to go back to the hotel and everything that was the first time I actually stayed at a Disney hotel, so we took the bus back. But, <laughs> yeah, no, it was not a great experience because uh, passing out sucks. And yeah. when I, w- I, w- I thought I was, like, able to, like, like, when I first stood up after I passed out, I was like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And I thought I would be able to just, like, go back onto the line again. But then I realized, like, I was seeing stars, and this has never happened to me before. And they threw me on the wheelchair, and just it was just like my vision was going in and out of black, like darkness, and it was so odd. I don't know if you've ever had any experience with like fainting or getting dehydrated, but I'm like super susceptible to it. No matter how much I drink and no matter how much I eat, it's that's actually terrifying. And it's because like Hollywood Studios doesn't have a lot of shade. And I remember um, we were talking to an employee like the next day, and they said like on that particular day, like. Maybe, like, <coughs> 70, 80 people. I think it might have been, like, 90 people in total, like, passed out on that day. And, like, Jeez. all across four parks. So, I wasn't the only one. It was, like, a 90-degree day with just straight sun. Hum- like, Florida has crazy humidity. Um, was not a fun experience. And there's a, there's a very funny picture of me. My, my dad took of me. And <laughs> my friends actually, they uh, they printed it out and i don't even like it's this picture of me in a wheelchair getting wheeled to the 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 doctor's office my dad was like i'm gonna take this photo of him oh my god and i sent it to some people and they printed it out and put it on their wall like (laughs) um one of my friend's apartments so yeah that's uh do you have any any crazy like medical mishaps in your life or that you want to talk about or no i'm i've got a pretty squeaky clean record wow. medically wow oh i'm lucky like i've I've never the closest i've gotten to like breaking a bone is i had like a stress fracture in high school that's not a very very interesting story though <laughs> <laughs> oh my, my god that's me yeah that i just i just showed kira the picture of me in wheelchair <laughs> and it's like the the goofy employees wearing like the blue shorts oh and the, yeah yeah no, I'm sorry. The fracture? Oh, uh, well, yeah, it was just a stress fracture um in my hip. Uh my freshman year of high school cuz I did I was a jumper on the track team and um I just had a really bad meet. Like I had to do triple jump and like my coach 
was like messing me up in practice like telling me that i basically needed to switch my whole strategy to to it oh. if the, i don't like i don't know if this it, like i don't know if it makes sense if you don't know what triple jump is but i basically had to like switch legs um because you have to like it's basically like you're doing like the long jump except instead of just like jumping you jump three times and yeah. so you do like either left left like land on your left foot twice and then your right foot and then into the pit where you do right right left and i had been doing right right left and my coach just decided to switch me for some reason and i was also sleep deprived Dang. and it was just like a really bad meet and i landed on my left leg really weirdly um and just cracked it and um but the th best part about it is that the doctors like did not the doctor i went to like did not give me an mri or anything she just gave me an x-ray and then said like it's like a muscular strain <laughs> and so she made me go to uh physical therapy she made me get ultrasounds which is like I don't, I don't know exactly what it is but it's not like the baby ultrasound it's like i think it like heats up your i don't really know it doesn't matter but basically it <laughs> didn't help what the actual problem was and i was like going to this doctor for like three months and then finally i'm like it's not getting better went to a different doctor and then he finally gave me an mri and it's like yeah you cracked your bone and like you probably Ow, would dude. make it worse if you didn't stop right now and i was like cool so thanks dr griffith from doylestown <laughs> hospital if you ever if you're listening right now you caused me so much distress and pain for literally no reason because you couldn't take two seconds to give me an MRI. This is Dr. Griffith's slander only. Yeah. I hope you lose your job. No. I no. Mean. I know, but she has a reputation for being just a subpar doctor. So Everyone go she'll get hers. Everyone go. No, don't, don't, don't do <laughs> anything. Yell. Don't yell. No, no, no. No, no, don't oh, wait, no, 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 no. No, no, no. no. The, the, that, was a j that was a joke, yeah, everybody. That was, yeah. I'm Don't sure she's a wonderful woman, you know, helps a lot of people out daily. Yeah. All I'm saying is I can't stop you from going on Yelp right now. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is to this day, it still hurts. No, Thankfully, I'm fully healed, and I actually did get a good April Fool's prank out of it. I pranked my coach that I re-injured it. And I, my, uh, that our, is not funny. No, I know. I, our, like, physical therapist at, in, like, the high school lent me some crutches, and I went to practice like that. And Wait, he got that is actually Because I also funny. made it, like, <laughs> the prank was that, like, I re-injured it by being stupid. Like, not by, like, oh, I, like, really hurt it in practice yesterday. It was, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, I, I don't know, I, like told my I, I don't even know like the excuse i used but it was something where it's just like the stupidest thing to get injured over and my coach was like about to make me i slipped on a banana peel yeah literally. i actually did slip on a banana peel the other week like genuinely <laughs> i didn't even know it was possible and i was walking uh, down the streets of philly and it was i think it actually no this wasn't weeks ago i think it was like my i think it was my birthday this summer and i was walking down the streets of philly and i literally slipped and i looked down and it's a banana peel <laughs> And I start, I started freaking out. I was like, I had no idea that this was even possible in real life. You're, I think you're in a simulation now, cause I think so too. Yeah, you see, uh, you see, you see people like on TikTok. I've seen TikTok videos of people like Drake, the type of guy, or <laughs> it's like a whole meme that like Drake is a cartoon character, and it's like guys like Drake, the type of guy to slip on a banana peel and go like, <laughs> like, but Kira, Kira, the, the type of gal to slip on a banana peel. I really am. I would. If no one else does in the world, like, I would be the type of person to... Yeah. 
but I love I love those Drake memes. Those are so yes. funny. Drake this type of guy to go a wooga when he sees a pretty woman or something <laughs> like that, or a Drake Drake the type of guy to like. I'm to gonna like look snore like honk shoe or something like that. <laughs> Wait, uh, Drake the type of person to. Uh, no. <laughs> Drake, the type of guy that surprises homies with a visit from the tickle monster. You know, speaking of Drake, um, there is some controversy with his latest album. I don't know if you know anything about it. No. Well, he he was just kind of um, sending a bunch of shots and at uh, prevalent female celebrities, and like who? Um, one of them was talking about how. Uh, it was like, it was a line that would kind of diss Megan the Stallion, even though he said it didn't. Um, do you know the whole thing about how the rapper Megan the Stallion like got shot by Tory Lanez and? Mm-mm. Okay, so it it was basically the Tory Lanez is another rapper, and she claimed that Tory Lanez shot her in the foot, and he claims I didn't shoot her, and Drake basically like rapped on a song that like. Uh, Hold on, Drake line. I let me say verbatim. Um, in the opening lines of the first track, "Circo Loco," uh, this b-word lie about getting shots, but she is still a stallion. So it's obviously alluding to Megan the Stallion, but he, the joke, the joke, the joke is that like he's like, oh, I was talking about butt shots. Like I wasn't talking about like shots, but I think it was just kind of a play on words. Um in order to have some shock value. Mm-hmm. And I know some people that were like really just like pissed off on those lyrics and I don't know. I feel like it's a common trend in rap nowadays, at least mainstream rap to like promote misogyny with like future and um like the the album is li- Drake's new album is literally called Her Loss and um mm. Future released an album this year that was like I never liked you or whatever and it, it, I don't know. It, a lot of it, rap nowadays is like about treating women like trash and kicking them to the curb and whatnot and he sent like other it usually is though anyways yeah but i I don't know like it's becoming more and more mainstream especially if like drake like drake was like talking about how uh i don't know like she attend but her music is zero or something i don't know it's it's super stupid i don't know why i brought that up but uh i don't know I, you you're not really too well versed in rap though. No, so. not at all. Yeah, are you, are you? Wait, no. I think we discussed this last time about Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'm not a Swiftie. Yeah, people people I see like all over like Instagram. People are like trying to get the new concert yeah, tickets. Yeah, I know stuff. my roommates and uh, friends did. They got them. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So really, I, well, they got lucky then. Holy cow. Yeah, I'm honestly, it's kind of. I am glad I'm not a Swifty only because it takes out the financial burden of being one. You know what I like? These tickets must be ridiculously expensive. Lincoln Financial Field, how much? How much Ticketmaster? I mean, it's sold out now. Okay, let's see how much like they're going for resale and like seeking. Oh my! I don't even want to know. All right, let's take a guess. Take a guess for like the cheapest ones. Like a thousand right now, I would say like a thousand is like the cheapest Uh, you can get. 
Hold because on. it just didn't they just open sales today and it got sold out immediately so you know there's people who are desperate and willing to pay anything and so people are reselling for you know i would say probably like 750 to a thousand dollars what the is there any resale why i can't okay let me look up taylor swift resale tickets um stubhub all right, um, she's saying a thousand is the minimum. All right, so let's say I want two tickets to Taylor Swift. Holy, okay, not as bad as I. What is that like? Five fifty. Five hundred twenty each for some nosebleeds, not including tax. Yeah, I also did forget. Wait, it's at where is it? Holy In Philly. Crap. Oh yeah, it's at the lake too. So that's like huge. Where? So these nosebleeds are serious nosebleeds. I've never been to Lincoln. Where where is is that the? It's in South. It's the football stadium. Oh, that's the football stadium. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's the Eagles. Okay. Yeah. This is how much I know about <laughs> the Philadelphia area. I mean, wow. Like nose, okay. I feel like you would still have a lot of fun because I, from you what would, I've seen, totally. her, her performances are like really. No matter what you think about her, her music, like she's very good performer. Yeah, but. I actually did see her live, <laughs> and uh, it was it was 2013. And I'm not saying like I did like her. Uh, I I w- I'm a big fan of Red. Like when that came out, yeah. I listened to it and I was like obsessed with it. And I love like you know early Taylor, but. I don't know, like, I I understand the appeal, but, like, the way that I, like, the reasons why I like the music that I do, it, like, is very incompatible with yeah. Yeah. what Taylor Swift makes. Um, and that's just me. That's just me. I, like, I'm not saying that it's bad music. Like, there's obviously a reason why so many people like her, and I know what that reason is, but it's just, like, it doesn't appeal to my ear. Are you are you like a Phoebe Bridgers fan? Um, I like what she stands for. Like I like the sad girl folksy music, but none of it has ever like really hooked me personally. I, I know that's a big appeal because she's opening for Taylor. And, yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, who are some like favorite all time artists that you you enjoy listening to? Um. Well, I'm kind of so. Uh, okay. Even even if they're super niche, I'm I'm here for it. Well, the so. I'll say some of the concerts I've been to recently and some of my go-to artists recently because of all time, I can't really speak to that. Big I Beatles gal. Uh, of course. I'm a big Beatles gal, but, like, mostly late Beatles, you know, like, 65 on. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then Paul McCartney, George Harrison, singles. Except I have been listening to John Lennon recently more. And I've got to say Plastic Ono Band, which is his first solo <laughs> album, is, like, pretty good it's, it's like weird though, it's really it? weird but it's in like weird. a really like you can tell that he's airing so much dirty laundry on it like in terms of like because if it for anyone who doesn't know john lennon uh has like a pretty sad home life like his dad left him his mom was like an addict i think couldn't take care of him so he was raised by his aunt and then his mom like re-entered his life for a little bit and then i think died and so most of his first solo album is just talking about uh his mom and his dad and how he wishes that they were in his life and they weren't and so but it it makes it a really good you know like emotionally driven album which i think john lennon is really good at um doing like his lyrics are just beautiful um 
but but i mean i do out of all of the beatles solo stuff like paul mccartney is my favorite uh, wings is so good. wings is amazing so good but the thing with paul mccartney is he has so much music and i would say about 50 percent of it like i would never list listen to <laughs> yeah. but the other 50 percent is still like you know Classic. 25 years worth of music it's ridiculous it's and he's still pumping out bangers i saw him i saw him live in um 2016 really maybe? yeah no and i was like what was it what was it like in terms of like his the set list so i i went in like i'm a like i used to be a huge beetle head like i used to be the only artist only band i listened to so i went in like kind of skeptical though because i was like this guy's a little old and mm-hmm. but the set list was great he played a but like it was probably like 75 percent like recognizable hits like anyone like your mother will like sing along to you know mm-hmm. and the the rest were like some new stuff that he kind of like experimented with and it was like actually really good though like he sounded amazing for a 70 something year old man um like when he played live and let die like oh firework he had like fireworks and flames like right when it dropped it was so oh yeah it was i saw a- this tiktok of that where it was like and live and let yeah. die and then like it was the explosion and then the caption was just like paul mccartney dies yeah paul mccartney just caught on fire <laughs> at this beat drop no it was it w- so oh i love that song it was like there was no no fireworks or like nothing crazy until he like played that song and it was just like yeah. boom it was like so loud and it was just like holy cow because it was so unexpected and he was really funny. There was at one point where he was like shaking his butt on stage, and I, was, <laughs> I don't know. He is, like he's a character. He's he's a little ham. Yeah. You know? No, and it's like he's eighty now. It's inc- I know. Crazy man. Like, uh. and he's still going strong, and like he still looks great. Still sounds, in my opinion, yeah. He's he he has a voice of an eighty-year-old man, but like for an eighty-year-old man, he but still I also sounds like how he's been. I mean, he's always been pretty like collaborative. But recently, he's really, like, uh, I think, so he released McCartney 3, I think, I think he wrote it, uh, produced it during the pandemic. So he did McCartney 3, and then did McCartney 3 Reimagined, where it was, like, all the same songs, but then with, um, you know, popular artists of today. So I know he did one song with Anderson Paak, or Pack for people who pronounce it correctly. (laughs) <laughs> which is it's so good that one's really good but my personal favorite is uh kiss of eden or no K- kiss of venus uh with dominic fike that is such i've never listened to oh this i didn't know you this existed yeah okay um the kiss of venus with dominic fike yeah really really yeah phoebe bridgers is on it too wow wait I what are other names on it because i only really knew they got beck on here yeah um saint vincent blood orange uh they got the Damon Albarn, the the guy from Gorillas and Blur. Blur. Oh yeah. Um, don't know who that is. Uh, yeah. Idris Elba <laughs> is on the physical edition. He's he's got a song yeah. on here. Okay. Yeah, I. Wow. Oh my god! Like, the thing that I here's the thing that like. I the only one of the things that I like, I don't even know how to put it. But there's this era of Paul McCartney where he's basically trying to like forget about the Beatles in terms of like his style and like the genre of music like he's trying to like almost move on from it but the thing is is like 
the reasons why the Beatles are so good is because of like the genius of his like melodies and so he's basically forgetting a lot about you know like the core of his music from like the 80s until like you know 1995 or something like so it's like you know 20 years of music just wasted because it's all just him trying to kind of like fit the mold of music of that day i would totally agree with that like he kind of went from i think it also helped having like george harrison and john lennon two very experimental psychedelic like pioneers yeah um going from that and then he was like you know what i'm gonna do some more radio hits and of course like they're so super successful like very listenable music Mm -hmm. while like george harrison had with um what was it what was was that album called all things yes yes like he had more experimental stuff like that john lennon had the plastic ono band like they were they went yeah the cool thing about so obviously so the three of them all released Okay, so a little Beatles history. Cause I've you definitely just, more than, know more than me, though. Well, just recently, I've been on such a kick. Like, not even of the Beatles specifically, but, like, just, like, kind of, like, Paul McCartney is really who I've been focusing on recently. But apparently, it was, like, a mutual thing for the band to break up. It was, like, John Lennon, really, who decided that he wanted to leave. In private conversation, that's what happened. But Paul McCartney was the first person to announce it. Like, he went to the newspapers and gave them the information of, like, Beatles broke up. So it gave him kind of, like, the upper hand. And then Paul McCartney rushed to get out his first album, McCartney One. He'd released it the, f- the same year that I think Abbey Road, or maybe not Abbey Road or Let It Be. Like, either one of them, like, the Beatles were still, per- like, coming out with music. And he released McCartney One. And um, it got like shit review. It got bad reviews. It like did not get good reviews because it was it. It was like it doesn't really. Well, mostly it got bad reviews because it was compared to All Things Must Pass by George Harrison, Mm -hmm. and Plastic Ono Band by Lennon, which were both called like works of genius. Yeah. When it was released, like got such amazing reviews, and then McCartney like was just like it's fine. Like, you just rushed it to get out so you would have the upper hand, and everyone kind of knew that, and so they didn't really like that. Um, but then, McCartney came out with Ram in 71 or 72, which is, what I would say, like, the best Paul McCartney album to come out ever. It is basically <laughs> the genesis of, like, indie pop and indie rock of today. But it got, again, really bad reviews. And um, I think, you know, one of the main reasons of that is because you see John Lennon and George Harrison have, like, embedded their spiritual philosophies into their lyrics. Like, you can tell it's, like, these songs are so deep. And Paul McCartney just makes, like, pretty happy, you know like upbeat songs that are just like catchy and there's nothing wrong with that but when you're comparing it to like the depth of like lennon and harrison like yeah like he's just not getting as good of reviews and so ram came out and like again mccartney and ram really like embraced the like beatles sound because that was mccartney's sound but because they didn't get good reviews in the time that they came out he kind of like abandoned it and that's when he started wings and 
you know, was getting pretty experimental with that. Wings went on for, like, a couple of years, and then he tried more experimental stuff in, like, the 80s and 90s, where it was just... When I say experimental, I mean, I guess anti-experimental, because it was just very mainstream. That's interesting, because um, I remember also hearing about, like, McCartney, too, and, like, mm-hmm. the backlash that received. It was, like, Wonderful Christmas time on that. Oh, uh, I do. Well, Wonderful Christmas, I mean... I love that song, but people hate it. Yeah, I love that song. McCartney, too, is not bad. I do like it. I think it's definitely more experimental, but it's still, like, way too 80s for me, personally. It hasn't aged the best. No. So, as someone that has not listened to any solo Beatles works, even though I've listened to, like, all the Beatles discography, like, um, what should I start with? Like, what would you recommend people that has, like, they haven't listened to any of the solo stuff? Um... Which album? Start, I would say, oh, which album? Yeah. Which album? Like, out of the four members, you know? Yeah. Um, I would say Ram. 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 Okay. So, I would, oh my god. That's one of my favorite albums ever. Dang, like, I, in the world. I, I gotta listen to that now, because I, I really, like, I, I feel like I have a lot of catching up to do. Like, I know a lot about the, the Beatles, but I don't know much about, like, their solo careers and stuff. Yeah. And, well, I mean, in my personal opinion, I think I already said it, but like I think Paul had the best. I think uh George Harrison kind of like lost steam because he had been mm. sitting on all of that music yeah. for years. Like like all things must pass, that stuff was in the works for so long. Like he mm. was sitting on a treasure trove of songs. He was kind of silenced with the Beatles in a way. I mean, yeah. like, I feel like he wasn't really taken that seriously because McCartney and uh, Lennon were just yeah, exa- basically also, the leaders. Yeah, sorry, it's time to be real, so I just gotta oh. be real for a second. We can also start wrapping it up if you'd like. I think that would... So, be Mom, I don't think my mother knows what Be Real. Be Real is <laughs> this weird app that the, these youngins use that, <laughs> like, you get a notification and you have to do... Well, you're supposed to, like, take a picture of – it's both a selfie and, like, just a regular camera picture. And it basically just shows you – it shows what you're doing at that moment. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I don't like about Be Real is, like, you can do it, like, 14 hours later. Like, it, it's not that much of an obligation. I feel like it should force you to do it within, like, a certain time limit. Whether it be or like, you can't. Or you can't do yeah, it. Yeah. I think that would make it – The exclusivity of it. I, I, I feel like I would like that so much better because, like – people i know people wait until they're doing something cool with friends and then they're like but i'll the thing, post to be real but the cool thing about it though is that you know that they're doing that because it's like nine hours later it's, yeah and so like for me i like it because it's like a you know daily documentation of my every day and sometimes it's boring sometimes it's good even if it is like eight hours later at the same time like it's i think of it as like it's for me yeah and so if that's what i want to remember from the day then that's fine but in terms of social media, yeah, it is pretty annoying. Cause it's better than Snapchat, can, though. Yeah, but, but I don't have Snapchat right now. Sh- you're you're not you're anti Snapchat. You deleted that. Yeah, it's Snapchat is. I feel like more as we're getting older, like I think more and more people are like, this is stupid. This it is, is stupid. I mean, the only thing I really liked about it for a while was like the year ago today memories, and then I started realizing like I see the same ones every year. I don't need to see yeah. the same memories every single year. The worst one is like something like, <laughs> like a traumatic like, 
I don't know, like a an X or something pops up and it's like, oh man, maybe <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm, I'm hitting a little close to home, so maybe I should start <laughs> wrapping it up. But uh, thank you everybody for also. Um, what was like some, I was gonna say something about. Oh, I was gonna say uh, Instagram just kind of made Snapchat a little obsolete with like Instagram stories now, yeah. and now there's like close friends lists on Instagram, and I I just feel like everything snapchat once did and once like bragged about is can be done on other platforms like be real and instagram and even text messages nowadays like and even just like the idea of like if i want to talk to someone i'll text them and also like i feel like it was so normal in like middle school and high school yeah exactly what's your snap bro exactly that's how people like talk to you and you all you would do is just send selfies back and forth every day and say like streaks and like (sighs) i the black message, the black screen with like the S, the drawing. Oh of my the god! S. The tr- I used to do that <laughs> when drama. I was like in middle school. That's t- but like it was so more, it was so much more normal back then to be like, oh, what's your snap like? And now uh, it's like, can I just give you my number and like we yes, can just text like yes. normal people? Like I don't know, I don't know. And again, like uh, yeah, like everything that I want to use Snapchat for. It's like, I'll just text you. Or if I want to see what's going on in some random person's life from high school, like, that's what Instagram's for. Exactly. I feel like there's more on Instagram than... And it's like, you can basically find so many people on Instagram, Snapchat. It's like, they try to make it more, uh, I guess, intimate. Because you, like, have to know their information and have their Snapchat and be able to add them. But, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. With Snapchat, like, nowadays, I just, like go on people's stories and just see what they're doing and like that's it like i don't know it's it's become more of a hassle than anything because i I don't communicate with people maybe i should delete it i mean i didn't delete my account i just deleted the app off my phone because i'm like because i don't want to i don't know why i don't want to fully oh i know why uh it's a distraction yeah but i also i like have so many like i just have so many photos on there and a lot of them never saved to my phone and stuff oh. so it's like stuff where it's like i just want to kind of preserve it mm-hmm. i don't want to delete my account but i don't want it on my phone make sure you don't forget like your information and everything no know? yeah no, no i'd no, write I'm, that I'm down good. I'd, yeah no yeah um tiktok though that's a it's a whole nother beast. i also have that deleted off oh. my phone but that's not because i think it's pointless that's because i spend way too much time on it it's stupid fun yeah and like but i found like uh i had covid back in september and really the only thing I did was like watch movies and watch TikTok. And I started to realize like one day I had 12 hours of screen time and it was all TikTok. And I started genuinely like dissociating from reality. Damn. Like life did not seem real. And so I was like, that's scary. And so I had to delete it off my phone. That, that was in a day? Yeah. But I mean, it was I had COVID. So I was like bedridden. That's still crazy, though. That's like 90. That's like a wow. Yeah, it's that's like a super long work shift. Yeah, and on your on TikTok. Yeah, that's I also insane. wasn't sleeping a lot though because I was really sick. So. Oh damn. So well, it wasn't like I woke up, watched it, went to bed. It was like you know there were some breaks in there. Uh, yeah, a few like two minute breaks and, yeah. then, and then go go back onto TikTok. You yeah, know, exactly. You know, maybe no go go on Instagram and you know see w- if there's anything new. Yeah, you get it. But all right, guys, uh, I think we're gonna wrap it up now. Uh, all right. This this has been another great episode with my buddy Kira Kendrick. <laughs> if you have any shout outs, anything you want to say, any. Um, I personally know that I don't think I have 
you know brought any listeners to tonight but anyone who is out there thanks for listening we're just speaking into like an empty tunnel and uh, honestly it's more comforting <laughs> yeah i i honestly hope that like no one's listening because they're like I don't know. What if some? What if I like screw up with like inf- some information and I'm held accountable for it? You know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. well, it's out there now. So everybody, uh, st- stay stay warm, stay stay dry, uh, stay healthy, and have some. And have if, a- if you celebrate Thanksgiving, you know, yeah. uh, you know, there's no Sean talk next week because I'll be gone. So if you celebrate, have some great turkey, some delicious food you know i i did talk some smack about it but uh hope everyone has a great time on break and whatnot um but yeah good night to everybody this has been sean talk uh wxvu 89.1 fm um merch is in the make no no (laughs) (laughs) should i make merch yeah what what, what y'all think should i I, it would just be a picture of my face and that's just uh, i'd get it I I, I I think I should I should I should just have like Kira Kira convo. This, this has been Kira convo, everybody. Okay, <laughs> uh, this is it. All right, okay. nobody's listening anymore. Good night, y'all. Bye bye. Bye bye.